0: This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with
1: the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now, your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday, helping you navigate ownership of a car, whether it's maintenance issues, a body shop, you got in a wreck. Oil change, you know, there's always that debate of how many thousand miles should my oil change be, or you got the proverbial list of all this stuff that you went in for, and do you really need it? Well, we can help you navigate all that stuff. That's why we're here every Saturday to help you with that. Today's show is a little bit different, though. We're always talking about broken cars and this and that, we are going to talk about some broken cars, but... If you're one of the guys broken, you know, driving around in a car that's a little bit newer or you're out shopping for a car, I think everybody's heard the term lemon. When we're talking about cars, and we're not talking about making lemon out of lemonade when it comes to that, we're talking about getting your situation righted the right way if you've got a car that is new and it's not performing the way it's supposed to be. So we've got a guest in here today. Really been anticipating this for a long time. We've got Henry Vorderbruggen. I hope I said right. said that right, Henry. Welcome. Yeah, thanks. And Henry is here from the Hammer Lemon Law Firm. Hammerlemonlaw.com dot com is the is his website. And a lot of you are thinking, what's what's the lemon law? What's that? Well, what is that? Well you can look it up but i know everybody's talked about and heard the term and the the terminology my car's a lemon or it's got a lemon it could be your car or it could be your boat i don't know we can refer to a lot of things as lemon uh, but this is important for you to listen to if you've got a new car if you're thinking about buying a new car you've heard me talk about the last couple of years ever since covid about Quality of parts, availability of parts, and, you know, we had this big chip shortage. There isn't a car on the road today that probably doesn't have a thousand microchips in it. And I believe we're going to be seeing quality control issues. So if you're the owner of a new car or in the market for a new car, you really got to pay attention today. You might be having some of these issues yourself. Maybe you've had a car into the dealership a couple times for a problem and they can't fix it. Well, you might be cruising around in a lemon right now. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about this and gosh, I don't even know where to start because there's so much stuff regarding this stuff, right, Henry? I mean it's just there's a lot to know.
2: Yeah, I mean it, at the heart of it the lemon lie is fairly simple, but there's a lot
1: to it. Right. A lot of a lot of details. Now and I learned a lot just talking with you over the past several days. I used to be the mechanical expert for the Ford Lemon Law arbitration. But you know who trained me? Who's that? Ford. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I got to see the other side behind the curtains. Now I was the mechanical expert, giving my opinion of the mechanical side, but I didn't really understand what happens behind the scenes. I mean, we got to vote as a group. We had the consumer advocates and such. Uh, uh, you know, during that program, Ford doesn't do that anymore. Um, but we could make the recommendations. But there's a whole lot that happens behind the scenes at the manufacturer that I didn't that I didn't know about. So I, I guess Henry and and asking some questions and letting everybody know about this the lemon law stuff. It, it's typically gonna apply to a new car, right?
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is designed primarily for new vehicles. Okay. Um, the statute of limitations in Arizona is two years or 24,000 miles. That has no, it doesn't matter about your warranty term. Mm-hmm. It, it's based on the original delivery to the first consumer.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it could apply. We're not going to get into the used car with like forty, fifty thousand 50,000 miles on it. There is some stuff there that you can help people with. But I think the primary focus we're going to, and we'll take those questions for you too. And oh, by the way. I didn't give out the phone number yet. If you want to call, again, we're taking questions and everything, especially if you've got a Lemon Law issue, a new car that you're having some problems with, or your other car, too, like I always help you with, 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you want to shoot us a text at 411-923, we might be able to respond. Or if you want, Henry, to maybe reach out to you after the fact, Uh, You can maybe send us a text. We could get that information across to him. Another little important disclaimer here I think we should just clear up. We're not giving legal advice today. We are giving general terminology and general questions. If you've got a question, Henry will help, but he's not offering legal advice today. That's something that you've got to consult with him just so we can stay with all all the regulatory boundaries, I guess, and and not... uh, not have the bar association or somebody else come and hunt us down. We don't want that. Michael's raises his hand. We let him in a second week in a row. What's I know, up, I know. <laughs> and again, you're giving me the disclaimer of 30 seconds. I'll try to make it 20. Now, one of the things we might want to do, too, is, as we're going to get into a lot of these topics, is to know who Henry is and what your firm specializes in so that they know that Henry, who's giving this advice, is actually
2: why we have him on today and why we like him so well as he answered all our questions. Henry, you might take a second just to kind of talk about your experience and who you
3: are.
1: Yeah, and real quick before that we are selective about who we bring in. We Absolutely. have attorneys that want to do this, but these are attorneys, they do everything else too. You know, it's kind of like going to the grocery store. You get this, this, that, and the other. If you want to get the good wine, you go to BevMo. You want to get the good attorney for that handles your lemon law, this is what Henry does. He is a lemon law export expert five years plus. Maybe tell us a little bit more about your history.
2: Yeah, so this is all I've ever done. Um, original, my backstory a little bit. I'm a veteran. I uh, went to law school on my GI Bill. Uh-huh. And yeah, I just fell in love with the lemon law. Um, I love being a consumer advocate. I love helping people. Um, the best part about what I do is, you know, people come to me with issues. I'm able to solve those issues for the most part. And my client doesn't pay me. Um, if I'm successful, the car company pays me. And so that makes me feel like I'm doing good work and I'm actually helping people. And, and that's why I, I became a lawyer in the first place.
1: Yeah, I think when you, and I have had not had, uh, I to say the unfortunate or the fortunate, or I haven't had a lot of occasions to have to use an attorney, but most of the cases you go to an attorney, you have a consultation. The second part of that is you're writing a check. And that doesn't happen with you. Right. So that's what I really think is very unique about your firm. You're not collecting in cash up front. Or, or at the or back whatever. end. Yeah, yeah.
2: We, we have a no-fee guarantee. And, and that's, I mean, obviously every attorney does things differently, but that's the spirit of the Lemon Law. It's a consumer protection statute. It's there to protect people. And like you, most people are scared to hire an attorney. They're scared that it's going to cost them more money. It's different with the Lemon Law. Because I'm a consumer advocate, I'm able to help people for free. Um, I don't take anything up front, and I don't take anything out of their recovery. If the vehicle's
1: bought back, I don't take a dime out of their refund. Yeah, the the manufacturer, not the dealership. That's the other thing. These things are with the manufacturer of the car. The dealership is an intermediary, and they ultimately want to make you happy. So when you're going in, you're having these problems, and gosh, there's so much to talk about. We'll have to pick some more of this up after the break. But you really want to make the dealership be your friend. You don't want to go in the dealership and with this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to write you bad reviews, and I'm calling my attorney who's a cousin of a friend of a somebody or, or whatever. But again, we're going to have to come back to this and talk about what is a lemon, and what What qualifies your new car or maybe your slightly used car to get into that? And it's not always a buyback situation, I learned, either. Sometimes it's a financial compensation for your, quote, damages, something I just learned today. Lots to dig into. We've got plenty of open lines. You can text at 411 923 and 602-277-5827. We've got Henry in here from HenryLemonlaw.com, Laman, and that's what we talk about again after the quick break
3: the more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurtz Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurtz, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at MyCarHurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz.
0: Hi. Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at PitStopDetailing.com or detailing.com today.
4: This is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Ducey, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them.
1: Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and uh, we are talking, as always, about cars, but I'm going to get right to it because we've got a Lemon Law expert in here in the studio today, Henry Vorderbruggen, HammerLemonLaw.com, but this man standing across from me is a true Lemon Law expert everybody's heard the turn lemon law, or lemon, driving a lemon, my car's a lemon, I hear it at the shop all the time, oh, the thing's a piece of junk, it's a lemon. But really, Henry, let's define for the listeners what a lemon is, and when do you actually consider the car a lemon to where they should be calling you to then start taking action?
2: Yeah, so there's a few different ways to look at um, the way the law works, and there's a couple ways to qualify under the Lemon Law. So if you have four repairs for the same issue, or you're in the shop for 30 cumulative days, even if you only brought it in one time, within the first two years or 24,000 miles, whatever comes first, your, your vehicle technically qualifies.
1: Qualifies for to, to be part of the program, to then initiate the contact with the manufacturers. Hey, guys. You served me up a lemon, not a uh, whatever fruit you wanted, <laughs> whatever it was. So the, this peach of a car is now a lemon, we'll say. So I think there's a, a several important things there you said. There has to be four repair attempts, and they have to possess the car for a total of 30 days. They don't have to be 30 consecutive days. It could be you know 10 days four times, 15 days once, or whatever the case is. it has to be repair attempts. So I think there's a couple very important things for people to remember. And I say it here talking about just general repair shops. Anytime you go to the dealership with your newer car and you have a concern, always get a receipt, right? Every single time. Every single time. Because if it didn't get written down, it didn't happen. And that constitutes a visit. So you've got to get them. Now, if they go in, you drop the car, if they say, hey, yeah, we just didn't hear that noise or we couldn't duplicate it. That's not a repair attempt, right? Well, it, arguably it
2: is. It, it's important that you document those things even when they tell you that they couldn't find it if no work was done. It, you know, they still inspected it. They did do something. So right. what we want to see is the day that you brought in the vehicle, the day that you picked it up, and everything they did to it while they had it, even if all they did was inspect it.
1: Exactly. So they got to have their there. Maybe they didn't make a repair attempt. And then I think the second part of that is if they say, oh... Mrs. Jones, you know, I'm just sorry. We just couldn't get it tacked up. We don't see any problems. The next, I think, important thing that we talked about is it's important for you to demonstrate it to them. So you should ask, not. Dem- I wasn't going to say demand, but remember, when you're at the dealership, these are the guys you want on your team. You're going to fight, if we want to even call it a fight, with the manufacturer. You want the dealership to be your buddy. They're on your side because they want to sell you another new car someday, and they they want to have you say good things about them. But what we talked about, Henry, it's important whether it's the the lot porter that goes for a ride with you or maybe the service advisor to demonstrate this problem you've got to get them to, one of the first steps, am I right, to get them to acknowledge that the problem exists, right? Yeah, exactly. So you you take
2: your vehicle in four times. They never find the problem. They never duplicate it. Well, you you might not have a Lemon Law case, even though you've had it in four times. So we definitely want it documented. We want it diagnosed. And the the best way to do that if the dealership's having trouble is to take a ride along. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: And, And, again, in that ride along, so you take whoever it is, you get them, and, and and we talked about a lot of people do it at my shop. Uh, oh, here's a video of the noise. Well, you could take a video of the noise on the test drive and get the service advisor or the lot porter to acknowledge on your video, yes, in fact, I heard this, and even when you get the write-up. Um, You know, when I'm writing up a repair at my shop and I've maybe gone for a ride, I'll write, you know, Mrs. Jones says there's a clanking noise or this and that happening on right-hand turns. Robert went for a ride with them and did hear the noise, so on and so forth. That should be documented on that invoice. I think you want your invoice, even if it's no charge, we need to memorialize the event that happened that got it in there. Next thing is, two years, 24,000 miles. That's less than what the warranty is, but you have to have these problems happen. Those events and those four visits or those four repair attempts or 30 days has to happen before the two years from the delivery date Mm -hmm. or... 30 well how many miles 24,000 miles from the odometer at the time of delivery right correct
2: yeah and and so yeah there's an additional 6 months after that period where we have a statute of limitations window but your repairs actually need to take place in that period of time
1: okay for the for that 30 days and then also now we talked about some used cars in Arizona you know i 'm not talking about used cars that are five years old with fifty thousand miles on them. There is some stuff that you can do there, but the parameters are so tight it 's like fifteen days it 's almost almost like it doesn 't exist. But in the case where the lemon law the real lemon law applies to a used car, what are those parameters
2: so if you buy a used car uh Try and do it where it's it's certified pre-owned because mm-hmm. that'll extend the manufacturer's warranty period. Um, even outside the lemon law period, there's a breach of warranty claim that we can still bring. At, you know, if if you're af- after two years, twenty-four thousand miles, but you're still covered under that original manufacturer's warranty, mm-hmm. you're you're still pr- protected. There's a federal lemon law that we can still use in that
1: situation. Right. And what I was also getting at too was that you could buy. Let's say you buy a Dior demo. It, it was the uh, it was the sales manager's car now they've got it on the lot. That's technically used car. Maybe it's uh, maybe he drove it for six months. I don't know what they do and it's got, you know, eight or ten thousand miles on it. Technically it's a used car, but if you have issues within that two twenty four, that is still qualifies under the lemon law, even though it was quote, sold as a used car. It's considered new I guess for the for the sake of considering a lemon and, and qualifying for that, right? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Good, 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 good. So that, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to know. And, I mean, there's some other stuff. I mean, there's so much we should we get into. I'm going to take a quick phone call because uh just want to get to one. And we got some very patient calls. We're going to take a call quickly from Larry and Chandler. And I know we're going to talk more about this lemon sauce loss, loss stuff. But Larry and Chandler, 2015 Avalon, I'm sure you're not driving a lemon. That thing's probably a peach. How's it treating you? What can we help you with?
5: Well, it, it, I'm enjoying the program, and, yes, that vehicle's been just great. Um, the question I have, now, that vehicle has a like a plastic skid plate under the engine, okay? Yep. And if you hit a curb or something like that, it loosens up and comes off. And this, we just replaced our second one. It happened on the way to Flagstaff, the the way to Flagstaff with the damn thing scratching on the ground. So I had it taken off in Flagstaff. What My question is, Do I need to replace it? I mean, are are there any downsides to not replacing it?
1: Yes and no. It depends on which one it is. And sometimes we'll tear those off because they're annoying and they get in the way. Sometimes the damage to those is inflicted by going to the the cheap lube shop where the high school kids do an oil change and, and you've got to take that shield down and oftentimes to access the oil filter or do an inspection or or not have it accumulate a bunch of oil to make a mess on your driveway later and they don't get attached properly that happens a lot the other thing that happens a lot and and, and uh, hey my wife does it unfortunately god she's not listening today but you know when you're parking Just try to back up off that parking curb. You know, a lot of people pull up. I see people park. Bam! They run into the the parking curb. And then when you back up, you know, maybe that little parking curb, you know, they're set with some rebar. And if that rebar's sticking up a quarter inch or a half inch, you go back up, you're going to pull that thing off. So... In some cases, it's important to be there. The manufacturers have them there for a reason. I always say that it came on the car because they want it there because it does something important. In a lot of cases, there's an air dam that helps deflect air to keep the car cool if that comes off. So, yes, you probably ought to replace it and then maybe just check your driving habits, your parking habits, and make sure the shop that you're using to do your maintenance, when they take it off, they're properly uh, they're properly securing that. So thanks for the call, Larry. We'll take one more here real quick. Uh, David in Awatuki. David in Awatuki. Uh-huh. David's got to turn his radio, yeah. down, right. real radio quick. down real quick. There we go. I think we got it down. We got it down. No, we're going to put you back on hold and come back to you in a minute, David. Got to get the volume turned down, and then we can take the call. So we are going to go with Valerie and Gilbert's 1999 Volkswagen Jetta. Valerie, Valerie. how can we help you today?
5: Good morning. We have a a 1999 Volkswagen Jetta, which has 128,000 miles on it, and we just had it serviced, and my shop tells me I need to replace front struts, rear shocks, and motor mounts. Is this necessary, and if so, which should be done first?
1: Okay. Are you having any symptoms? What prompted your visit to the workshop to have them look at the car in the first place? No. No symptoms at all? No, no. Okay. Well, I can tell you this. I don't. So the quick answer is I don't know. Um, We're coming up against the brakes. We're going to have to. I'll I'll answer this question in some more detail. Short of a symptom, I'm always going to question what they're telling you with a hundred thousand miles on the car yeah it could probably use a set of struts but we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna talk about the difference between want and need do you need to do them or would it be a good idea to do them big difference a 99 Volkswagen hundred thousand miles probably could use them so we'll talk about that and again. We've got the Lemon Law expert in here in this video. So if you've got a newer car, anything related to potential Lemon Law issues, give us a call. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Hi, this is Champ with Champs Family Automotive.
6: We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. import domestic or diesel yes we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians bumper-to-bumper radio approved check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com and yes that's champsfamilyautomotive.com did you buy a lemon if you've had
2: repairs under warranty your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the arizona lemon law don't let them give you the runaround you're not on your own the law is on your side and so am i hi this is henry with hammer law arizona's lemon law firm enforce your rights under the arizona lemon law call henry and drop the hammer call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com that's
5: hammerlemonlaw.com
7: my mom is my hero growing up she worked three jobs just to save our house
5: those were really hard times tammy in 2010, when
7: A1 was struggling, she and my stepdad Bill left their hometown to join me at A1. From day one, all we ever did was take care of customers and treat them like family.
1: Your mom really taught you how to treat people right.
7: Call A1 for all your garage door needs and you'll be smiling today.
4: A1
1: Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, VirginiaAutoService.com.
7: Breaking news is always first. Always first on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130.
0: I'm Troy Barrett. A teenager is currently recovering in critical condition after reportedly falling off a cliff while visiting the Grand Canyon. ABC's Faith Abube has more.
6: It all happened after bystanders say he lost his balance, falling from the high distance. Rescue crews using ropes and a Stokes basket to pull up the severely injured teenager after high winds made a helicopter rescue impossible. The Unidentified teenager still conscious as he was rushed to a pediatric trauma center, officials urging visitors to not stray from designated trails and walkways.
0: Time to check traffic now. Live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center, here's... Tom keyboard. Thanks Troy.
3: Luckily we've stayed pretty clean on the
2: roadways so I'm going to go ahead and read through some of these road closures and if I go too fast a reminder you can find these on ktar.com starting in Phoenix northbound I-17 between Thunderbird Road and the Loop westbound US-60 and Mesa between Greenfield and Mesa Drive also the westbound Loop 303 between I-17 and Lake Pleasant Parkway. That one will be closed until this afternoon around 6pm and then it'll switch to the eastbound uh we also have one new crash and surprise this one's southbound on the loop 303 at Bell Road but it 's off to the right so you should be good to go for
1: traffic Tom keeble KTAR news
0: KTR
2: weather for the valley.
0: Looks like it's going to be a sunny day today with breezy conditions at times 107. The forecast high for today. Back to 110 for Sunday and temperatures 110 or above all next week. We'll have about a 10 to 20% chance for some storms Tuesday through Friday during those afternoon hours. Still going to be hot in the afternoon. Right now, 100 in Gilbert. Weather brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTR News.
7: The valley is baking under record high temperatures. In a summer of record-busting heat, Phoenix Sky Harbor hasn't received any measurable monsoon rainfall. Where is the monsoon? Phoenix hasn't had rainfall at the airport since March 22nd. Stay hydrated, avoid prolonged outdoor activity, and get your latest forecast on the KTAR News app and
2: 92.3. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty... Your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com. That's hammerlemonlaw.com.
3: Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists, conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check
0: them out today at ImportCarSpecialists.com. Are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar? Car? Car wash? The interior isn't clean, and there are water spots all over your ride. Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale, and I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today.
6: Hey guys, Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust—it's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. That's champsfamilyautomotive.com. <laughs>
0: It's your car's favorite show, bumper to bumper.
1: Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, again here with you every single Saturday from 11 to noon, answering your car questions, helping you with car problems. A little bit of a special show today. We're not always, well, we're going to talk about anything you want to talk about, of course, but we bring mechanical shop owners in all the time, technicians. Not very often do we get a great attorney in here that specializes in automobile stuff, and that is Lemon Law. Issues and lemon laws. And everybody wants to know, what is a lemon? Talked about that a little bit. We're going to recap that. First, I want to go back to Valerie in Gilbert. She has her 1999 Volkswagen, about a 100,000 miles on it. She went to her mechanic, I'm assuming it's her regular shop, and they said uh, maybe it went in for an oil change. She said she didn't really have any issues, just went in for a service, and they identified that the car needs motor mounts and shocks and struts without looking at the car i could probably tell you it needs them but does it need them or would it just be a good idea is there a problem that's what valerie doesn't know so valerie for you i'd probably want to go get maybe a second opinion if that's not your regular shop but like i always tell everybody ask them the questions Why do I need these motor mounts, Mr. Service Advisor, Mr. Mechanic? Tell me the benefits of replacing them or what's going to happen if I don't replace them. So for you, Valerie, some of the symptoms that you might feel to let you know that you may have a motor mount problem or an issue is simply the very first thing is when you put the car in drive, does it shake? Is a little bit rough. You know, we used to get cars and when we started seeing the import cars in the early 80s, Front-wheel drive, Japanese cars, they say, gosh, my car needs a tune-up. And we bring in, the car runs fantastic. Well, the problem was the engine mounts. The engine mounts aren't cushioning anymore, so all those harmonic vibrations are now going through the chassis of the car, and you're feeling that shake. Put the car in neutral, bam, it's nice and smooth. So that would be an indication that you have a motor mount issue. Another indication is you put it in drive and then you go to accelerate and you kind of feel a thud or a thump. Maybe you feel it down uh, with your foot resting on the floor or some movement. Um, uh, Somebody that's mechanically inclined might open up the hood and do what you call power brake. You step on the brake, give a little bit of gas. And that's going to torque the engine. If that engine raises up, you've probably got a broken engine mount. They can break or they can just ground out. I would describe those kind of like your tennis shoes. They just lose their cushion after a while or they break. So we're typically going to replace those based off of a symptom. On the Volkswagens, too, the strut mounts break a lot, and usually we'll get a clunky noise. Struts and shocks in a car typically going to last about 80,000 miles. That's their window when you might want to start thinking about replacing them. So, Valerie, I can guarantee you that on that car, if you've never replaced the shocks and struts, it would be a good idea to do them if you're going to keep the car... Do you need them? No, you have to decide that. But I can tell you, and I say this all the time, we do those repairs in my shops. That's probably one of the number one phone calls we get back where people say, oh, my God, my car rides so much nicer than it did. Because you got to remember, Valerie, you've had that car since 1999, 20-plus years. That is slowly depleted over time. You never notice it. I always say it's like putting on a new pair of running shoes, and you think to yourself, how oh, the heck was I walking around in those things for a while? So, Valerie, that hopefully that helps you with your engine mounts and your uh, and your struts. And, of course, if you need a second opinion, H&I Automotive, they're right there. You're, they're your neighbors in Gilbert. Check them out, or you can find a shop at bumper bumperradiocom Going to get back to Henry for a minute. I know I've got some calls here from Robert, Maria, and and David, and we'll do our best to get to those. Um, gosh, Henry, <laughs> there's so much. Where did we leave off? We talked about what qualifies you for a lemon, some certain repair attempts. Oh, that's what it is. When I did the lemon law arbitration, we were always buying the cars back. But it's not always a car buyback situation, right? You want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah, so typically there's
2: three different outcomes in Lemon Law cases. Uh, They could replace the vehicle. They could repurchase it, which is a buyback, or they could provide what's called a cash and keep settlement. So those are the typical outcomes. A replacement, a Lemon Law replacement in Arizona is a no-cost swap. It's based on the MSRP of the vehicle, so basically you get an MSRP credit for a a comparable vehicle. It doesn't have to be an identical vehicle. You can select any vehicle the manufacturer makes as a replacement. If you select a higher MSRP replacement, you have to pay the difference in price, but there's no mileage fee like there is for a repurchase. So when they buy back your vehicle under the Lemon Law, they are allowed to... Co- charge you a mileage fee for the miles that you actually yeah, put you on the vehicle. you got
1: to pay for some use, which is only fair.
2: Not the same as the depreciation a, a dealer is going to charge you on a trade, right? Much, right. Typically much less. Sure. So Those are still consumer-friendly deals. The, the final option is what we call cash and keep in the industry. Basically, mm-hmm. you're going to keep the vehicle. They're still going to compensate you for your loss of use, your diminution in value, um, but you're going to keep the vehicle. It's not going to be tagged a lemon in that situation, and the warranty will remain in effect as normal.
1: In, in the situation. And I could see that becoming a common occurrence, maybe. And and if I'm right, in my industry, I mean, in my segment of the auto repair industry, we are having problems getting parts. We just can't get parts. So... A lemon loss situation very well may apply to you. I'll just make up a situation. You've got a new car. It's in that two-year, 24,000-mile range, and the manufacturer has the car for 40 days because they just can't get the part. They finally got the part. The car is fixed. You love the car, but technically and legally,
2: they owe you correct yeah at that point they're supposed to buy back or replace the vehicle now if they don't that's fine because you're happy with the vehicle it's fixed but you're still owed compensation in that situation so a lot of my clients we go for the cash instead if the if they are successful picking or fixing the vehicle and getting it back to you um you're still owed compensation uh, no matter what
1: yeah and, and, and you can drive that shirt, car rest assured just because it's quoted say it was a lemon and you got some compensation under a lemon law because you're out you know you're to have a car you paid for a car you didn't get to enjoy it and use it for those 40 days doesn't mean it's a piece of junk but they owe you they've got to make you whole for your loss And i think that's important for everybody everybody to know as well so let's get to a couple phone calls here uh let's see what are we gonna do we're gonna go let's see if david got that radio turned down i think he did oh boy david's still listening yes say matt yes how we doing david oh, how can we yeah help you?
0: well well yeah, you're doing a good job of taking the, the place of the Tappet Brothers. Click and
5: clack, by the way.
1: Great. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I have a Honda. It runs, uh, for a, a second and then it stops running.
0: Uh, and, uh, the thing is, I, uh, did, uh, turn the multiplex con- controller. See, I, I know I have to replace it because, uh,
5: the air conditioner, the door locks and the brake lights, uh, don't work and, uh, so, uh, according to the test and so I need to replace but uh
3: all I did was uh, go in there and turn it around to get the serial number off uh, the
5: car ran perfect before and now it uh, acts like it's not getting gas so I wonder if that's it or if it might be something else
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't really know, to be quite honest with you on that one. I mean, if you were turning and manipulating a part to get a serial number or presuming a part number off of it, you could have disrupted a connection. I'm guessing that if you were turning that part around to get a part number or serial number, that's the part you were planning to replace anyway. Um, I'm not sure the terminology that you're using of a multiplexer on that car. A lot of them have a totally integrated control module or a relay that houses a bunch of the relays inside of a a solid-state ignition box. On your 2002 Accord, though, I'd be taking a heavy look at the ignition switch. If you start it and you let go of the ignition switch and it stalls instantly, sometimes they spring back pretty quick. And and sometimes they spring back pretty quick, and then um, it just shuts off. So what you might want to do is instead of just letting go of the key, just hang on to it just for a second and see if that uh, allows the car to start. You could have something just as simple as as a bad um, bad ignition switch. So good luck with that one. I wish I could give you some more information. But when you started diving into the windows and twisting the module, yet you kind of lost me there a little bit. Robert and Scottsdale, Maria and Chandler, you're going to be up next got a quick well we're going to get to this text message we do have a lemon law question uh, and a text message and you can send me more of those during the break at 411923 we'll be right back
3: what really needs to be fixed Do you have trust in your repair and maintenance facility to actually recommend only the repairs that your car needs? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accord Automotive. We pride ourselves and have built our business on our motto of friends serving friends for over 29 years by taking care of our customers like we do our friends and family. You don't always need a repair, but when you do, we advise and prioritize to let you know when you should get your work done. This way, you can plan for it, budget for it, so it doesn't come as a surprise. We also tell you when it might be best to make a repair to avoid future, more costly repairs to save time and money, keeping your vehicle safe and operating at peak performance. For quality automotive repair at a price that's fair, check us out on bumpertobumperradio.com or any of the review apps. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Mesa, Robeson, and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. That's AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com
7: your garage has become a breeding ground for bugs and pests it's time to call a1 garage service hi Tommy Mello here. Replacing the bottom rubber on your garage door can have a huge impact on the number of bugs you see in your garage and in your home. As the weather starts to warm up, keep those creepy crawlers outside by calling A1 Garage Door Service today. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests. A1 Garage Door Service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, Cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. A1
1: for the Bumper radio. I'm your host Matt Allen, and I'm here with uh Henry Vorder Brugen. Hopefully I said that right. I'm going to have to practice that cuz I know I can't say it three times fast. The important part not to remember is the last name. The important part to remember is hammerlemonlaw.com. If you're out there driving around in a pretty new car and you have problems, you're going back to the dealership and they're not taking care of that car. Even though it's not bright yellow, it very well may be a lemon, and Henry's the man you want to reach out to. That's easy to do. Um, we have a question here on text message, Henry, and this, this uh, I think is pretty simple, uh, but a valid question that a lot of people might be rolling around. It says, hi, if I rolled, say, $20,000 of my trade-in into the price of the new car, and the car meets all the requirements of a lemon, will I get my full purchase price back?
2: Yeah, so when the manufacturer buys back a vehicle under the Lemon Law, you are owed as a consumer everything you put towards that vehicle. That includes any trade. If you have an equity that goes into uh, the financing of the vehicle, that's treated as a down payment. So Mm -hmm. you're entitled to all that money back, all your monthly payments, even your financing charges. Anything you put out towards that vehicle is refundable in addition to your loan being paid off.
1: Good, yeah. And so, I mean, essentially your trade is treated just like cash,
2: Right. And it can work against you if you have negative if you roll negative equity in your loan, it's the same thing. Same the the manufacturer is allowed to take that out of your refund.
1: Yeah, and it just I mean, because you're really MSRP versus MSRP, because that's the most Consistent number. That kind of doesn't matter what you paid for it necessarily. I mean, it does factor in, but those are the benchmarks for the for the trading in and out of the new car.
2: I'm I'm glad. Again, it's not a trade, so if it's a lemon law if it's a lemon law replacement, yes, it's based on the MSRP. Mm -hmm. If it's a repurchase, it's a refund, so it's actually based on the purchase price. What you because a lot of people recently have been paying more than MSRP Mm -hmm. because of the inventory issues, and and in that situation, people ask me, "Well, am I only going to get back?" Back what the MSRP is or am I going to get back what I actually paid? The answer is what you paid. It's a refund.
1: Well, and I think another neat thing that's worth bringing up is is again, you can replace the car and a lot of people are going, God, I got that car in 2% interest and now its interest rates are 9% so uh, oh my God, I'm going to get out of this car because they're going to buy it back, and I'm going to, quote, buy a new one, but my payment just went up 300 bucks. That's not the case necessarily, right? You can work around that.
2: With a Lemon Law replacement, that's the best way to go in the current market because it's a, it's a sticker-to-sticker swap, and what your lender will do is a substitution of collateral. So you get the, the same loan, the same terms, the same payment, but you get a brand-new vehicle to drive. Mm-hmm
1: good and that's good because the cost of money nowadays i mean car interest rates they are going up and if you've you know two years ago they weren't going up if you're in that window so that's that's another really cool thing to consider so hopefully that helps another quick text message and i've been hearing a lot about this this TikTok challenges that these kids do, and one of them is stealing these Kia cars. Apparently, there's something about them that's easy to steal, and this uh, listener wants to know about getting insurance, having a hard time getting competitive quotes, and heard that many insurance companies won't insure these Kia Souls because of the trend of people breaking into them or stealing them. I, I don't know about that. I'd have to reach out to my insurance agent friend or maybe if you're an insurance agent out there, you might be a great candidate to be part of the bumper to bumper group and you can call in and give us some advice on that. But if it were me, I could I would maybe consider doing a couple things, not only to maybe get a better deal on your insurance, but to protect your value in your car. LoJack is a great product. You can track the car. It's easy you know, for the police to find it after the fact. You could put an immobilizer on the car, some sort of car alarm that they can work around. They're going to go for the easy target. These kids, they figure out a way. They go to get it. They're doing it for a joyride. They're not doing it because it's a chop shop. So once that car, if they go through their little spiel or little technique that they're supposed to do to steal the car and they don't get it in five seconds, they're moving on to the next one. So I think those are probably the best things you can do to... Uh to help prevent and, and maybe encourage your insurance company to say, "Look, I've done what I can do to mitigate the losses. Um, you ought to write me a good policy." So, we're going to get to Maria in Chandler, 2019 Nissan Sentra. Maria, how can we help you? Hello, hello, Maria. You're on. Oh, awesome!
5: I, I, yay! Okay, well, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit of the backstory here. I have a 2019 Sentra, and um, my air conditioner was awesome. And then it just started turning off. Okay. And then it just completely stopped. So I took it to the dealership. Big mistake. <laughs> um, and uh, by the way, when you get your air conditioner, they want to pump your brakes too. Because that's real important. That's what he told me. Ah, okay. Flushing my brakes was uh, really important. Uh-huh. Like, but um, here's the problem. I don't think it's a big deal because the car doesn't overheat. And when the air came out and then it would shut off, when it comes back, on when it did work, it uh, was still really cold.
1: Okay. So
5: tell me more
1: so, about, so does your AC work fine now or did they actually no, fix it or did they make a recommendation be. that you didn't do?
5: They gave me a recommendation, and I the list was ridiculous. So I said, blow it out your nose.
1: Okay. And I left. <laughs> okay. Let's separate the recommendations, because <laughs> I, can, I can guarantee you that brake fluid service they're talking about has nothing to do with air conditioning. Do you know specifically what they talked about related to your air conditioning? They
5: told me they said something about a fan. Okay. But see, now, this is where I question if it's that if not a loose wire mm-hmm. or could it be a um what do you call those things that uh, go out a fuse maybe
1: no probably not so is this pretty consistent no. or is it intermittent does it happen um, like your no, are
5: intermittent
1: if you're cruising down the freeway you probably have if you're cruising down the freeway you probably have nice cool air, but maybe when you get in traffic No, I don't
5: have any. It's killing me.
1: Okay. Well here's what I think okay, so- here's, here's what I th- okay. here's what I think happened and what I'm gonna recommend that you do. I think the dealership probably did a very poor job of communicating to you the needs to fix your air conditioning versus the other stuff that they identified that the car that they're recommending should have as maintenance. I don't think they articulated the phone call to you well. What I think you need to do is go get a second opinion. If your air conditioning is not blowing cold, there is something wrong. And If they told you it's got a bad fan, I'm going to assume that's the condenser or the radiator fan under the hood because that's what's going to prevent the car from blowing cold air, assuming the interior fan is blowing. Whether or not you need all that other stuff, the brake fluid service, you may need that, but it doesn't have a darn thing to do with your air conditioner. If you were listening last week you heard us talking about Max Complete Auto Repair right there 52nd Street 56th Street in Chandler. Chandler. There's a Circle K on the corner. They're on bumpertobumperradio.com. Give them a call, talk to Mac, give him a chance to look at the car. Bring in your paperwork from the dealer. I am sure he will give you a free second opinion. He's not likely to do a free diagnosis for you. Um, But let him take a look at the paperwork. He will give you an honest evaluation of what you need to fix your air conditioner, and then what the other suggested items are in a time frame that you should complete those to keep your car in good shape. That would be my my very best recommendation to you on uh, on that one. So, you know, and, and that message is for everybody. Like, you know, she, you know, I agree, blow it out your nose. And I agree sometimes, right? But that, I think, is part of the problem. You hear me oftentimes say, don't just say no when the shop calls and tell you. I mean, it's not fun getting auto repair. I mean, it's cool to go out and get your lift kit and get the tires and wheels, get a new stereo put in, you're jamming the tunes and all that feels good. But when your car's broken down, you need a new radiator. Nothing feels good. You're not bragging about that. You're not showing the neighbor your new wheels or or you know or jamming the tunes at the stoplight showing off your stereo. It's like I got a new radiator. Like that's no fun. So, let them help you sort out exactly what it is that that you need on the car so that you can you can get it taken care of properly. And I know Mac will do a good job taking care for you, taking care. Of it sounds like you need a new home, need a new home for your car. So, Let's see here. Any more text messages? Let's see. How do I find a manufacturer's buyback from one of the auto dealers in order to purchase a car that was acquired through the Lemon Law? So I don't know about that. So when a car, I do know that when a car gets purchased back, From the manufacturer, it gets delivered to the dealer. The dealer is the representative of the manufacturer, and that car is going to go off probably to an auction. They may sell it on the lot. I mean, I've seen cars got... Buy back when I was doing it because the AM radio didn't work right. Well, hell, I'll buy that car all day long. <laughs> so I mean, just because it has that stigma to it, it's not necessarily a stigma. So everybody think, oh, is car- it like a salvage title at that point? No, 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 okay. no, no, okay. no, not a salvage okay. title either. I mean, you, and again, your car could be labeled a lemon in the keep situation just because they fixed it. It might have that tag as a lemon. Doesn't mean it's it's anything. We got to close out. We got thirty seconds, Henry. It's all yours. Give you us a quick way to get a hold of you and a reminder it's a free consultation there's no money to talk to
2: you yeah people are scared to call attorneys when they have issues like this they really shouldn't be because we're a different type of law firm we're consumer advocates we're on people's side so you're up against a big company with an army of attorneys you know this way you have somebody on your side and there's no cost no matter what
1: perfect great thanks for coming in henry Henry, or lemon law.com or he sent us a message at bumper thanks